hello and welcome to this week's episode of Not D&D. As is October, we're focusing on creepier RPGs and horror-themed ones. And who better to join us at than Nils, one of the creators on the Walking Dead role-playing game. Nils, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Yeah, great to be here. Uh, last year, we were talking, you came here in June 2022, and we were talking about uh, Vassen as well. Uh, and so congratulations for all the awards uh, that game picked up at the Ennies this year. And you know, it's done fantastically well. So it's great to see that game kind of grow and, and get bigger and better constantly. Um, but at Free League, you're always creating new and wonderful things. And so we're talking about The Walking Dead here today. Um, I'm so excited about it. I'm such a big fan. I've been reading and collecting the graphic novels since about 2016. And I know the role-playing game is based off the lore in kind of the AMC TV show. So have yeah. you been a fan of The Walking Dead for a while? Is Was that exciting to get on this project from that perspective? Yeah, I've been for for quite a while. Uh, I would say, <laughs> uh, for for some while, I had difficulties watching the show when it came because I because mm-hmm. I kind of easily scared myself. So everyone was really creepy. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, yeah. But then when when uh, when I started watching it and reading the, the mm-hmm. comics and stuff, I I, I loved it mm-hmm. so much. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely fan. Perfect. That's absolutely great. Well, as always, I normally dig into the guest backgrounds and role-playing games but because you've been on the show before we've, we've heard that before and if people are interested they can go back it was June 2022 you're on uh, previously but instead I wanted to ask you about the last year in games that you've had so between now and June 2022 what have your gaming highlights been have you been in any good campaigns or seen any good games what well, yeah what games have you been playing yeah yeah I've played in, in several different groups so i have one group where, where there's one person who kind of he wants to play all old games so we're playing mm-hmm. right now we're playing like the old marvel superheroes using oh, like nice. the old old rules and that mm-hmm. that was really fun doing because i played that when i was a kid as well so mm-hmm. uh, so that is one campaign that is ongoing mm-hmm. uh, and i also play with another group uh, kind of a steampunk fantasy faith campaign mm-hmm. uh, about to um Shoemakers, actually. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, they have yeah, a no shoe sure. store, and then from mm-hmm. that, things have just erupted and become really strange. But it was kind of based on a really mm-hmm. low-level fantasy, and, and it just got weirder and weirder. So that has been a nice, nice kind of development of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I and then I play a lot of Apocalypse World. I, I tend to do that always. <laughs> I have an old mm-hmm. friend who moved to another city. Of, several years ago and we mm-hmm. had our friendship is about kind of playing apocalypse world over and over again so so i keep playing that yeah. perfect so they're the big highlights of the year and then of course working on stuff with free league i imagine in your work yeah. life and testing and, and playing games yeah, as well testing working dead of course yeah yeah did several yeah. campaigns so yeah so uh the kickstarter has uh happened and the books are i think set to be with backers in november sort of time at the moment uh so about a month away but uh, there is the website it's the walking rpg.com where if you you can do a late pledge there or you can find out more of the information so if whilst we're talking you want to look that up um all the links are kind of on there which is a good place for you to go um but talking about uh jumping into talking about the walking dead so while we're here so I wanted to talk about the game because um, my assumption is, of course, uh, the game will use the Year Zero engine, uh, the kind of 
D6 version of that, which all of Free League's games have. So if people have played Free League's games, they'll be familiar. But with every uh, kind of different game you do, you kind of tweak and edit the system so it fits the setting, uh, so it's kind of thematic. So I wonder if you could talk through what The Walking Dead does with the system mechanically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah there are some tweaks. Uh, one tweak is that you only have like three hit points. So oh, uh, gosh. It's, <laughs> yeah. so, so I think it's more, you, you easily, more easily die in this game, you more mm-hmm. easily. Uh, so, so the combats are often really, really short. It's just like mm-hmm. a mashup and then someone dies and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and there aren't any kind of talents to, to give you more health mm-hmm. points and protect you more. And mm-hmm. it should be a game where, where characters easily die. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, there's kind of a, a foundation or a base in the beginning of, of creating the characters, which kind of creates mm-hmm. a haven with five NPCs and relationships mm-hmm. among them. So, so my my idea is to kind of build a start where you have where you feel a lot for your character and for the NPCs and for your relationships, and mm-hmm. it's also really easy to die. And I think that combination is. It's exciting when you kind mm-hmm. of have invested a lot of, of uh, emotions and energy and so forth in, in your in your character, and, and you have this big risk all of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is one thing. And um, mm-hmm. then there is, of course, the, the system for pushing pushing roles. That is mm-hmm. almost always in the in the year zero game where you can like mm-hmm. kind of re-roll, but it always costs something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've taken a lot from from the alien games of so the the mm-hmm. stress mechanic, but it's not exactly the same. Sure. In this in this system, it's kind of you can you can push rolls, but then you get stress a stress die that mm-hmm. you need to roll on all uh, all skill rolls. You can also get stress die by simply experience something that is really stressful, being attacked by a walker, for instance. So you kind mm-hmm. of collect these stress dice that you get to roll for the skill road. So you kind of, by getting stressed, you get better at doing things. But in the end, you will eventually roll a walker, like a one mm-hmm. on, the, on the die. Mm-hmm. And rolling a walker means messing up. Okay. <laughs> and messing up could mean a, a number of things. I mean, if you, if you watch the TV series, many of the things mm-hmm. that happen there is for some things go kind of smoothly, but then someone drops something and the walkers mm-hmm. hear it, or uh, Daryl is about to ride away, but he, there's a snake that scares the horse and it rides mm-hmm. off. And mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of trouble kind of happens from people messing up. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so this is a part where, where the game master can kind of um, have a, be, be creative Mm-hmm. And kind of build on what's happening. In what way could you possibly mess up? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is kind of a recommendation that in the, in the first sessions you can always go with you. You kind of alert walkers. That is one way mm-hmm. you can always mess up. If you have mm-hmm. an argument trying to mani- manipulate someone, you're getting too loud without noticing it, and suddenly mm-hmm. you kind of hear them coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is that is one mechanic. And and the mm-hmm. way to kind of get rid of stress rolls is, is of course, uh, mm-hmm. relationships, being close okay. to other people. So mm-hmm. those are kind of for the scenes. Uh, yeah, there are so many scenes in this TV series where people kind mm-hmm. of get close and find yeah. each other and have a drink together or have a smoke together. Or or uh, those are instances where I'm thinking they are now kind of mm-hmm. relieving stress. So, so that is the mechanic. You do those kind of things mm-hmm. to, to handle your stress. Fantastic. So going back to uh, the characters, the people you're playing. So anyone that's familiar with the Walking Dead universe, you know, it's post-apocalyptic, but you're playing just real normal people. So you're not superheroes, you're not superpowered. So 
that's it makes perfect sense what you're saying you only have three hit points combat is really deadly it's it's a high yeah. risk um one element of the combat i'm curious about is because always in the shows uh the threat is if you get bitten and infected because there's this mm. looming threat that you're going to become infected and become one of the walking dead so how does the game um deal with that for starters i would say that mm-hmm. the game doesn't handle walkers as enemies in in, in kind of a regular sense from most other mm-hmm. games where you have like you could you can attack a dragon or a sure. zombie or a mm-hmm. The, the walkers are more handled as if the world, if there were to be a disease all over the world, they're kind mm-hmm. of intent to be everywhere and they're not handled yeah. as, as mm-hmm. opponents in that sense. Um, so you, you can kind of meet walkers in two different kind of ways. You could say that one thing mm-hmm. is kind of a single attack. Something okay. happened that makes one or a couple of walkers attack you it's mm-hmm. like you're you're trying to find some food and then you mess up and suddenly there's a walker or two coming out of the cupboard or i don't know mm-hmm. um, and that is just handled as a skill role uh, mm-hmm. you do something to avoid them or or it could be the mm-hmm. reverse you see two walkers and you attack them because you need to kill them and, sure. and then you just roll a skill roll whatever mm-hmm. uh, and if you if you if that skill roll isn't successful you roll on the bitten table and the okay. table is like <laughs> 66 entries where, where not everything is that you are bitten because then you would die from 66 yeah. entries. So that wouldn't be any fun. But mm-hmm. there is everything from kind of uh, stumbling, losing something, managing to kind of fight them off, but you kind mm-hmm. of hurt yourself with your weapon to mm-hmm. actually getting bitten, having to amputate like a leg or a, oh. an arm or... <laughs> to actually just just dying it's like roll a die that many yeah. hours is how, how long you live mm-hmm. so that is kind of a central part of the game the, the bitten table mm-hmm. um but then there are kind of rules also for for fighting the swarm the swarm is kind of a, a saying for groups of walkers um, yeah so if you fight more than a handful you kind of activate yeah. the rules for fighting the swarm and then that is kind of managed in a Mm-hmm. Uh, round-based conflict where you tr- try to kind of okay. get away from them and they come closer and closer and, and yeah. Okay, amazing. So it's an omnipresent threat in the world. You absolutely can get bitten. So that is a risk just just like in, in, in the actual world. Um, with character death being such a big potential, how do, do you handle that in the game? Do you, when you're playing a campaign, do you do you give people multiple characters to create or do you just do you just have lots of backups ready if you're the game master so ready to jump someone in how do you handle that in the game you have you, from the start you have like five npc survivals uh, in mm-hmm. your group so that is one mm-hmm. one part of that is is creating like a tension and conflict that is mm-hmm. really interpersonal and and close but it, that is also a bank from where you can take uh, new characters and actually, if you train your NPC survivors, if you train them in shooting in the, they have the prison as a haven, and you start learning them how to shoot and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you die and and grab one of those NPC survivors, you get more skill points from from having training them in, in the campaign. So you can actually kind of build your bank of NPC survivors and as a as characters you can take later on. Sure. Um, as uh, talking about combat, obviously um, fighting uh, the zombies is, is a key part of The Walking Dead. But in the TV show, we see a lot of, very quickly the survivors tend to learn how to deal with the zombies. They're like, okay, this is how that works. Mm. Um, but other people become the issue. So uh, are other people kind of the villains or like the monsters in The Walking Dead? Like you'd have another classic role playing games? 
And how does yeah, that combat that. work? Yeah. I would say that there are two ways of playing this game. There is like the yeah. campaign way uh, and mm -hmm. the kind of the survival scenarios. Yeah. And the campaign campaign ways is kind of the main thing for the game. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what most of the kind of rules are about and so forth. And and that is actually kind of a sandbox environment. You, there are rules for building mm -hmm. a sandbox and creating factions and creating things on the map. Uh, so you don't really know from starters who will be enemies and who you will befriend. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of kind of like randomness when you when you meet someone, you roll a die to see kind of how the how this he or she reacts to you and so mm -hmm. forth. So kind of similar to to like old school uh, Renaissance games mm -hmm. uh, where the game master doesn't really decide that much. It's mm -hmm. many tables and it's kind of randomized everything. So. One one answer to your question is that you don't know for starters who will be your foes and who will be your friends. That is kind of decided, and the game master doesn't mm -hmm. know that either. Uh, the first campaign we played, there was a group of like five police officers they kind of encountered and they wanted to trade with, and I rolled kind of that they will betray them and take their stuff. So the police officer did that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then nice. that just ended up being like a bloody conflict afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like if the dice had rolled, in another way, I mean, so so I mean, campaigns can be uh, can end up in many different directions. You can go from like to building a society, mm -hmm. attracting more survivors, creating technological stuff, to just a campaign about a group of seven or eight people dying one by one and just fleeing <laughs> for their lives. And you don't know that from the start. Sure, uh, but of of course you're right. Humans are like the main foes mm -hmm. here course yeah yeah other people hell is other people um yeah. when obviously combat and and you know fighting the walkers is, is part of the game but as you've mentioned there's much more to the game it's about survival because you're you're in this world are you gonna how is there a way to kind of manage resources and finding things you need like are you gonna need fuel for your bikes do you have enough food water shelter how how does the game look at those aspects of the story uh, i would say it's not a game Excuse me. It's not a game with a lot of micromanagement and, mm -hmm. and kind of, it's not a game where you kind of will count how many bottles of fuel you have. And <laughs> sure. so, so, so if that is what you find fun, you won't really get that. Mm -hmm. It's more based on uh, what will be interesting fiction, what will be mm -hmm. become conflicts. What, mm -hmm. so, so there could be challenges, as, as, as mm -hmm. we call them in a the game about sure. running out of ammo or running out of fuel or but that is more uh, as an effect of, of of fiction and time mm -hmm. passing and you're using your cars a lot and there's no like you, you don't keep track of your ammunition for sure. instance yeah um, no, no mass for it yeah no and that is my, my goal of, of, of or one of my goals when, when writing this game was to kind of emulate the tv series i wanted mm -hmm. it to be like this tv series like mm -hmm. these TV series could have been mm -hmm. played from this game. They could have been created by playing this game. And that is not how I, I see it more as a horror soap opera than kind mm -hmm. of a micromanaging war game. If you, if you, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that's the choices the, the choice I've, I've made about that. And as you mentioned, uh, characters kind of connections with each other and the relationships they have 
is a really central part of the theme. Um, and as you say, mechanically, it reduces stress. Um, so what sort of um, stories, like I know the starter box set has some adventures. Um, obviously, you don't want to give too much away. But what sort of stories and adventures do, do people go on when they're playing the game? Uh, in the starter set, there is one one um, survival scenario. So that is the other way. I mean, the campaign way is okay. one way of playing the game, and the mm -hmm. survival scenarios are kind of like when you take a little part of of uh, uh, of a campaign and just play that out. You kind of set up the pieces like in an interesting way, and you just play that out. So that's it, it's as if you would be like Rick and the and the other people when they try to uh, handle those thousands of zombies in the in the. Um, old mine and kind of making them walk away and they putting up the the cars mm -hmm. and, and the, yeah you know yeah. that situation yeah, that yeah. situation could be a survival scenario mm -hmm. uh, so you kind of take like a, a small situation which is mm -hmm. which is really kind of tense and dramatic yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just mm -hmm. make that a scenario so the, those those kind of the survival scenarios are intended to be like that and as as, as the title survival scenarios you are could very well end up dying of course they should be dangerous yeah yeah yeah. and i guess if you're doing a, a, a shorter survival scenario it's you're kind of okay with your character yeah. dying really because it's not as obviously in a campaign if you've gone through with your character their death will be kind of quite meaningful and impactful I, I'm, I'm sure yeah. um but with the game, um, when you're running it in campaign mode, obviously that the main book has lots of rules, like you say, about running the campaign. What advice do you have for game masters wanting to approach the game? Because like you say, not a lot is set at the beginning. You have a sandbox style world. Uh, there's yeah. lots of things in it, but you don't know who the enemies are and, you know, yeah. who the good guys are. So what what guidance can you give to people running the game? I would say if, if you have run... Uh sandbox games based on factions you will kind of recognize these things you mm -hmm. will kind of yeah i get it mm -hmm. uh, but if you haven't i would say mm -hmm. don't uh, just try out the games uh, that kind of the mechanics in the game and, and make it small scale just start out mm -hmm. with a haven and some npcs and then build some faction and just see what happens mm -hmm. uh, so that you don't kind of think about kind of a scenario way of playing and add mm -hmm. that to the game because that, I don't think that would kind of be a good match really mm -hmm. if you had kind of this should be about this and that and this happening one of one of the nice things about this game is, is just letting things happen and, and for the game master not being in control of that mm -hmm. just reacting to what the players want to do and, and kind of yeah, what they're yeah. they're engaged with and, and building um, the world between ses sessions and just setting up factions and don't knowing mm -hmm. if they will become the enemy or the friend. Yeah. yeah. Do you often have players helping set up the factions as well? Is it uh, is it open to kind of more collaborative world building with the table? Or? I wouldn't say the factions because I think it's important that they are uh, secrets. Mm -hmm. It should be okay. like kind of a secret, scary world out there. So I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't engage them in, in. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Um, perhaps in kind of defining the NPC survivors in the haven, and then, yeah, I often let them kind of describe their starting haven. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, in Alien, what I love about that game is the way, like in the movies, it builds tension and horror of this unknown in the game. So, what approach to horror does The Walking Dead have? Because, like you say, in some ways it's similar to Alien because it does have horror, but again, it's it's got a slightly different tone. So. How how does it feel different in, if people are used to playing Alien and liked that game? I think Alien uh, kind of 
looks for a certain type of horror and mm -hmm. does does that very good kind of the, the this scary tension mm -hmm. and then they just jump out and you're yeah, yeah, yeah. dead meat so but i would say that that both walking dead as a tv series and, and kind of the walker or zombie genre genre and this game has horror on on, on many different levels uh, mm. I mean, there is the whole apocalypse level of it. The, yeah. the world is abandoned. It's empty. You're all alone. There is no one to help you with your wounds because there aren't any ambulances. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, no it's hospitals. Facing, yeah, no hospitals. Or if there are... Mm. You don't want to go there. Go. No, exactly. <laughs> We've all seen the first episode of The Walking Dead. We learned that that's not good. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And I mean, then there's the, the human, as you were, were saying, mm. the, the human horror, like the bestiality of humans uh, under pressure, what, what humans will do to each other, either under pressure or if they are not constrained. So just seeing that. And of course, there is the jump scare of, of walkers like mm -hmm. coming out from somewhere. Uh, but I mean, there is also the, the kind of the level of uh, that the walkers have been humans once and I am a human as well and I could become that and... Um, and I imagine and then, if some of the walkers are people that the player characters know as well, because that's yeah, when I've run zombie games, that's always a, I was yeah. going to say a fun thing to throw in, but fun to maybe the wrong <laughs> one. Fun for me is the game master, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's that level. Yeah, but of something happens horror. inside of you when, when you see that, definitely. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, and I, I think also this kind of, that the walkers are, are kind of like a flood or a deceased. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one thing I like with the theory series when they were kind of moving outside of their base, mm -hmm. the walkers never kind of left them alone. There is always mm -hmm. someone coming and someone, you hear the noise and you, it's, it's mm -hmm. like they can never relax. And just watching yeah. that makes me nervous kind of. Yeah, because yeah. at any so. moment it could go wrong. Um, we briefly talked about hospitals as locations, and I, I assume there'll be there'll be some in the city, and they can discover that they're terrible places. Um, but that had me thinking about how does healing work in the game? Because if you don't have a, because people only have three hit points, you, as you say, yeah, yeah. what if they've taken two hit points of damage and they're you're just holding on? Is there healing mechanics in the game, and and how how do you recover those points? Uh, you heal one one point each day. Uh, mm -hmm. And this, that's a good place to say that this is kind of a, in one way, an abstract game. Everything mm -hmm. that happens can kind of be interpreted and should be interpreted by the, the group. So you kind of mm -hmm. create your reality together at the gaming table. Mm -hmm. So getting two points of damage could be just uh, getting hit to the ground, but it could be like a bleeding wound. And that, mm -hmm. that's up to the group to decide. So it's just but a they, narrative, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But then you can get critical damage as well. So if you get okay. your three hit points, you, you need to roll on the critical damage table. And then you mm -hmm. can get some really serious things that kind of yeah take months to heal up. And for many types of damage, you need uh, advanced medical equipment. And most group mm -hmm. won't have that. So then you get kind of a mission or a scenario. <laughs> okay, yeah. Your character is dying. We need to find advanced medical equipment. We have uh, we don't know how many weeks or days mm -hmm. we have. So yeah. that, that is one way to get things happening. And yeah. yeah. 
put the pressure on. It also sounds like a great idea for if, you know, a player's going to be away for a few weeks in real life. You're like, okay, they're going to be injured and the rest of you have to go <laughs> off and help them. So yeah. just thinking of that. It, it seems like a really, I love a sandbox style game and like kind of an open world. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of pick this up and, and, and play it. Um, how accessible do you think it is to new players? Because the great thing about The Walking Dead is, a lot of people that perhaps new to role-playing games will know the TV show and so might be interested, you know, in playing yeah, that way. Yeah. Do you have any advice for welcoming kind of new players to role-playing games via this game? I think it is a good game for, for, for new players because there aren't that many rules. A lot of it is kind of um, decided at the table and talked about. Um, and it's not complicated and you don't have to kind of choose between hundred different talents there are kind of few mm. um, and you also play a human being which is for some people at least easier than trying to imagining something else you have like your basic uh, urges or wants you need to get food you need to have friends you need to have blankets because winter is coming and so <laughs> forth mm -hmm. uh, but perhaps it's a game that could be if you come from from kind of playing role-playing games that are mm -hmm. very much about the mechanical things and that tend to not be narrative, to be like, mm -hmm. if, if I roll to attack, that means I stab you once. Uh, if you're in, in that kind of mindset, you, it could be kind of a, uh, that you need to kind of adjust to, to this type of game. Rolling mm -hmm. for an attack here could mean like shooting five bullets, running around the car, mm -hmm. shooting one more, crawling there. And that is your entire attack so yeah mm -hmm. you get it yeah so it's more yeah. kind of narrative and freeform so the the yeah, mechanics obviously support yeah. the game but it is like very much like what you want to add your flavor and, and add the genre yeah. Yeah. yeah for me i always think somebody new to role playing if you can give them um uh you know a topic or a genre that they know and they're involved in then mm. they enjoy it because you get to say hey you know that tv show you really like do yeah. you want to be a character and walk around in that world and then if they know the world, then it's much easier for them to make decisions. And even if they're not big Walking Dead fans, I imagine everybody knows the zombie genre. We know what a zombie is yeah. and, you know, that sort of thing. So I guess it's quite welcoming in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am. I, I backed uh, the Kickstarter and I'm very excited to get my copy uh, next month. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Do you have any kind of any closing words or, or any anything else about the game you want to want to make sure people know about it before? before they get their hands on a copy? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's really fun, but I mean, I'm kind of biased in that. Yeah. I, uh, we had a lot of fun playing playing uh, campaigns uh, set in, in Sweden and kind of that, mm -hmm. that was a really nice thing to do to kind of mm -hmm. get the feel of the TV series, but located in my hometown or in the oh, Swedish okay. forests. And mm -hmm. so I think that kind of, yeah, that, that was an interesting experience to get that mix mm -hmm. of, of, of a different place, but the same kind of type of stories. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that, that is something I am excited to hear about people playing in different locations and seeing what happens when you place the game mm -hmm. yeah, in different places. Uh, Absolutely. On a boat, for instance, or I don't know, yeah. in the desert. Or, yeah. yeah, different environments for sure. Well, yeah. Nils, 
Thank you so much for coming back on the show and uh, sharing The Walking Dead with us. I'm very excited to get my copy. Uh, again, if people are watching, the link is in the show notes to uh, thewalkingdead-rpg.com where you can find out more and get a copy. And if you're watching live, it's on the screen for you now. Um, I also, as a last question, I generally... You kind of mentioned some campaigns during the beginning, but I do ask if you have any other games you want to give a recommendation or a shout out to you that you're enjoying. Do you have any more beyond the three campaigns that you're in at the moment? Or would those be your recommendations for this visit? Um, I don't know, actually. Um, I've put you on the spot now, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't oh. No, I'm I'm sorry. I can't really. That's okay. So just the three from the beginning. So the three, yeah, the three yeah. from the yeah, beginning. I, I, I love a lot of different games. I, I love yeah, yeah. Call of Cthulhu and Cult yeah. and uh, um, a lot of different games. So Mutant Year Zero is a, is a great game, I think. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Well. well, there we go. There's a few little recommendations for people to to get them started. So Nels, yeah. thank you so much for giving up your time and coming to talk to me again. Hopefully in the future you'll be bringing out another fantastic game and I can have you back uh, maybe next year to talk about that again another time. Thank right. you. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.